When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chatting to Australians flying the flag in the US of A, this is the Flag Flyers. Michigan punter Blake O'Neill mishandled a snap. He tried to make up for it, got swarmed under pressure, and a miracle finish went against him. If that's grounds for social media death threats and suicide suggestions, then I fear we may be close to teetering on total civility failure. The idiots are getting far too big a voice nowadays. When you see the reaction by some towards O'Neill, you start to think about Alabama's Adam Griffith dealing with the kick six. It frames a seemingly incorrigible society, fueled by irrational hate and numb by a far too easy to kill by keystroke mentality. Here's the truth on Michigan's punter. He's accomplished more in his 22 years than half the hacks ripping him will ever do in their entire lives. O'Neill grew up in Australia. He was an excellent Aussie football player and good-looking enough to work as a fashion model. In fact, he paid his way through prep football that way, earning a bachelor's degree. Oh, and he was tough. Hit so hard he split his liver, recovered, came back to play. He came to the States, earned a master's degree. He's now at Michigan for yet another graduate degree. I'll take a guess that those ranting online don't have the same frame sheepskin. Trust me. Blake O'Neill will be great, just fine, just like he's always been. We couldn't have said it better than Joe Tessitore from ESPN. They're talking about Blake O'Neill, who kind of had a, a, a roller coaster day yesterday for uh, Michigan. He went from having an unbelievable 80-yard punt to uh, having a missed uh, snap. He kind of lost control of the ball and then gave it away at the end, and uh, Michigan ended up losing a heartbreak at a Michigan State. Nathan Chapman from Pro Kick uh, has jumped on the line to, uh, to talk about well, th- that uh, that play, that game, and a couple of the other boys uh, from the weekend as well. Chappy, welcome to the show. How you going, guys? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Well, first of all, obviously it was an unbelievable uh, scene yesterday uh, between Michigan and Michigan State. A lot of people were sending uh, Blake death threats, which is just incredibly ridiculous. I don't know why people even bothered doing anything like that. Obviously, uh, it's it's quite a tough thing to be able to deal with, but how is Blake actually coping? Because you would have spoken to him today. Yeah, yeah, look, he's going really well. Um, sort of, you know, in his mind, it doesn't know what all the fuss is about, really. He'll just get on with with what he's got to do. He gets back to school tomorrow, goes to training, and, you know, I guess one of the things about being a competitor, competitor is you want to do well for the team. Um, he'll feel like he's, you know, he's messed up, and um, he'll want to repay the team by, you know, getting back out there and booting that ball as far as he can for the you know for the remainder of the year so he's fine he's in good spirits and um, you know he's a strong fella so he didn't take that to heart too much. Chappie I think I like most have probably watched the play four or five times and around the third or fourth time of watching I think I realized that the thing that probably makes it look worse than it is is the fact that once he's fumbled it he's tried to kick it away I think that magnifies what people saw. It wasn't a great snap. He didn't have much of a chance to hold on to it. Best moves probably falling on it. How do you see that in the does he fall on it, should he try and get something away debate? Yeah, well, look, <laughs> to be honest, the snap was fine. He should have caught that. There's no, you know, I, I don't see anything too bad with the snap. He should have sure enough hands to grab it. It's come out. 
to be honest, I, I, it's almost like he's gone back into AFL mode, as in game on. Let me pick that damn thing up and kick it forward, just like. Well, that's what I mean. Because when you haven't forward. grown up as a punter, you you kind of, I guess, his natural reaction to mishandling a, a, a snap is to just try to get it away before it gets tackled. It's just instinctual. Yeah. yeah, and coach said kick it down the field, so I guess it's well. I am going to try and do that no matter what. So, look. Um, you know, in hindsight and game experience and being in that position, um, and, and we've had other guys have snaps go over their head into the into the end zone and they try and pick it up and scoop it and they get tackled. It's a little bit of instinct comes in and there's nothing like having experience to, to know what to do the next time. Um, oh, look, again, he's fine. He should have caught it. But, um, you yeah, know, it's now made for a memorable, memorable moment, which... Um, you know, we'll probably poke fun at him for 50 to 60 years. Well, ago. yeah, people are going to remember his name for a very, very long time. He's now gone down in the folklore of Michigan football history now, which is, I guess, something. But that one play shouldn't take away from what a good game he had before that and what a good season he's having so far as well. Well, he's, look, it's, um, it's one, you know, it's basically one second and one play of one game. And there's a lot that you can do to make up for that. Um, there are sometimes certain things happen in the world which are unexplainable, and for all of those dynamic and dramatic events to unfold in that particular time, and the ball to to spit out sideways and pop up in the air into the uh, into the open arms of a state player running down, that stuff just happens. Sometimes you would almost think for a reason, um, but you know what the the that's what sport is. We we grow up watching sport. We love those events, and there will be someone smiling at the end of the game, and there's, there'll be other guys who are, you know, head in their hands. And uh, you know, we copped a tough, <laughs> rough stick this time, but you know, I'm sure with their schedule and the way Michigan are playing, I, I got no doubt that there's going to be other opportunities for him to, again, um, put his talents to use and um, and get over that memorable moment. There's a couple of other guys that we wanted to touch on before we finished up with you. The first one is Alex Cannell out of Wake Forest. How's he going at the moment? Yeah, going really well. Been uh, really strong for their team. Um, you know, they played in a in a game the other day that I think played Boston and it was 3-0. Um, he punted 10 times for about a 49.8 average. So, been going really well. Uh, very rock solid for the team. Again, probably walk away from his college career with about 14 billion punts. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure he's going to be right up the top of the, you know, the overall list in that tally. Um, yeah, really strong. And then look, uh, Nick Jacobs at Memphis last week played a stellar game. Um, you know, lots of punts, lots of inside twenties. I think if there's something, a lot of the guys have seemed to really pick up their inside 20 kicks, which is great to see, and, and still being able to manage hefty averages along the way. You know, Cam Johnson, um, he's he's become a, you know, looking for the award for pin him deep packet. You know, the old stick him into the two-yard line. So he's starting to get a, a lot of kudos for being able to pin that ball at the two. Um, which is also, what Blake did as well with his 80-yard punt on the weekend. Yeah, well, what, he stood on the two and then he put the ball on the two, so not a bad, um, that's what they call flipping the field, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And we also wanted to touch on uh, last year's Ray Guy Award winner, Tommy Hackett, as well. Yeah, going really well. Um, yeah, Utah have found themselves in it up to number three, so, you know, he's super in, you know, pumped up about what they're doing at the moment, and he's, he's, um, he's, he's punting well. He's had a couple of, he's had a couple of kicks. He's had a couple of kicks 
um, you know, that he'd like to take back uh, on the weekend. But look, looking back at it, it's been you know really windy, um, rainy, all that type of thing. But he's pretty hard on himself too. Um, but he's a, he certainly is the master of uh, getting that ball close to the, the two and one yard line. Joe, thanks for joining us once again, mate. And uh, as always, we can always follow you at uh, ProKick on Twitter and Facebook and all that sort of stuff. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America. Give us something.